you hear me? I got you, big boy. Ah. All right. Do this, son. So, what did you see tonight, son? We talked before this. Holy fuck! Let me do my introduction first, okay? All right. Respect. Thank you, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is your boy, Big Boy Live. And we Football, baby. Super Bowl action. Hey, how you doing today, sir? I'm all right, big boy. How you living, son? Oh, you know, living in this living like a piece of bacon on the grill. Crispy. I mean, I just got a question to ask you, big boy. What would you think of that game we saw tonight? Was uh, it the Buccaneers' talent? Defense or the refs being on the payroll that made it such an unbelievable win. Sir, I just I watched the game and this it, it, it wasn't it wasn't Kansas City uh kind of teleplay. They they don't they just can't do anything. I mean, they can do it at all. I mean. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let me start that coughing crap again. <laughs> See, as it happens when uh happens when you <laughs> You good? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, I just think that it was it was I didn't want to blow out, man. I mean, even though he scored nine points, but still, it's like a blowout. And it's sad. Well, I mean, <coughs> you're not wrong. However. However, you need to think about it. You had the GOAT. Now, undeniably, the GOAT. He has won more singular championships than the Steelers and the Patriots, who both have six. Right. Um, it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you feel. What matters <coughs> is at the end of the day, Tom Brady just won his seventh Super Bowl. Right. Doesn't matter if he was amazing, astounding, knocking walls down, kicking in doors. None of that matters. What matters is the fact <coughs> that uh, TB12 – as what we're going to be known to call it from now on. TB12 had a chance to shine. All right. And shot the kid 31 to 9. 31 to 9. Your boy is on record multiple times saying that the score would be Bucks minimum 38. So seven points off the score for the Bucks. But I said 35, KC. And, uh, Tell me, big boy, how come KC couldn't score tonight? You know, I think when well, they did say that, you know, Mahomes still had that foot problem, but then again, too, the agents there, Ted Bay came out there ready to play. They came out there with the better defense and they handled it, you know. And I have people say that Tennessee, they're known for. Start starting the game off slow and then coming back towards the end. But think about it, you can't do that, especially playing against Tom Brady. You can't do that. So capitalize on that and, and eat your life. Right. But what I'm asking is, how is he going to eat you alive? What is it that Tom Brady does that sets him apart from every other quarterback, which 
our boy Peyton Manning, we saw was on the sidelines during the Super Bowl, and he's going to get inducted into the 2021 class, you know, Hall of Fame class. So what sets him aside? What makes him different? He's pretty smart. He's a smart quarterback. And he, I mean, like I said, he's smart. And only that fact that he's smart, he has, he has weapons. I mean, he has more weapons on, like I said tonight, he has more weapons on Tampa Bay than he's had, had with New England. No, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. But here's the thing. At what point does it go beyond just being smart? At what point is Tom Brady not arguably better than anybody who's ever done it in the National Football League? I don't know if you can make that argument. You can't really make them right. He's just a good quarterback. He's one of the best. He's the best. And he just been put, he's been put in situations that has made him the best. I mean, he's just he's, – his reaction time on doing stuff is quicker. You know, he's good. I mean, yeah, he's still kind of old school. He doesn't run he, – he's not a running quarterback like Mahomes is or some of his other quarterbacks. He still had an old school mentality. And he really puts a lot, of, a lot of trust in his line and receivers. Now he's, they said that you no, know, when you're playing with Brady, he makes you better. He, he makes you a better player. He expects a lot. Right. It's like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning he expected a lot for his player. He made you a better player. But why? Why did Peyton, <clears throat> just like Brady, make you a better player? That's who he is. I mean, that's, that's, that's a question that I really can't sit there and just give you a, a profound answer to. I mean, I'm just telling you what, from what I see, he just makes you a better, a better player because he wants to win. Because when you ask somebody who wants to win, he's going to do whatever he can to make people around him want to win too. I mean, it's like Jordan. He's going to make, he's gonna make everyone else play if not at his level or not better. And sometimes that vibe that he can bring to a team, it makes all the difference. You're going to bring in a Jordan comparison, huh, big boy? Is that no, what I'm just saying? You're asking, you're asking me a question like, what, what does he do? What, 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 what does Ray do that, that makes him as good as he is? I, mean, I don't, I can't say that. Exactly. No, exactly. Okay, so you're talking you're talking about tangibles. You're talking about the things that you just can't teach. You're talking about the things that any of us who have ever been brought up in competitive sports can sit and look at and go, Oh, hey, these are the actual basics. You're talking about that. You, can't, you can't teach willpower, you can't teach um you can teach fundamental skills, yes. But you can't teach somebody that that wants to have the mentality and and, and the and the drive to win. That's something you gotta teach yourself. That's something you gotta make yourself do. But see, here's the thing, and this is where people don't give credit enough or credit to do. Peyton Manning could read a defensive scheme arguably better than anybody in the game ever. Right. However, this is what Tom Brady does. That is better than Peyton Manning. And I don't like to say this because you know me, my brother. I am an Ohio Ohio State Buckeyes alum. I absolutely hate everything and anything that has to do with the fucking Michigan Wolverines. But truth is truth. Tom Brady, Michigan alum. Arguably, the only reason why they got Jordan to make jerseys for them. Seriously, if Michigan believes it's because of Jim Harbaugh and not Tom Brady, they are absolutely stupid and retarded. The bottom line is this. Brady sees everything 
from an offensive and a defensive perspective. Peyton only saw one side of the field. It's the reason why he only got two. It wasn't because he didn't have the people. It wasn't because he didn't have the personnel. It wasn't because that, you know, he didn't have his way with management. Mm -hmm. It was literally, literally because he didn't see things from a two-way perspective like Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, Roger Staubach, Joe Namath, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, and any of the other greats that have come before saw it, both sides right. of the football. Well, I mean, it's a difference, and I say it's a difference when you have the ability to do things your way and and in your coaching staff or your actual managerial staff can give you the trust and just let it happen, you know, let you do it versus all the red tape. Right. But what did Brady do this season? I mean, keep in mind, what, 19, 20 years? He was in New England. Mm-hmm. He got used to a certain brand of red tape. Right. But I mean, what did he do? Instead of Bruce Arians kind of just let Brady do his, do his thing because he knew he was a champion. He knew he was a winner. And so, I mean, it took a while for, you know, for, him, for, for everything to go the way it needed to go, you know. Especially you have – Two players on the team that was used to the England, New England style play, New England method, and New England program. I mean, Brady and Gronk. I mean, so they're already used to each other. You know what I'm saying? Right. You bring up Brady and Gronk, and what did we see tonight in the Super Bowl? Brady and Gronk. Forty touchdowns. Huh? Yeah, Brady and Gronk almost three touchdowns tonight. They got you got you got two. Almost had three. Right, so everybody wants to judge Brady based off of the fact that he's been in the game so long. People aren't actually tired of Tom Brady because he's a winner. They're tired of the fact that he has been around for so long and that they cannot focus their likes or dislikes on anybody else in the NFL except Tom Brady. It used to be the Patriots. Right. But now it is single-handedly Tom Brady. What can I tell you? All last week, I said, this game is so important to Tom Brady than any other game because this will prove to the world, prove to the NFL, prove to everyone that Tom Brady doesn't need New England to be a champion. Tom Brady can take a team that's ain't been to ain't been to Big Dance since what 2002-2003 and completely change the program and make them champions. This proved the fact that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Bottom down. Mike drop. But why? What makes him the GOAT? It's his ability, his ability to play the game, his stats, his smartness, his his, his willingness to be a champion, his willingness to win, his willingness not to give up. I mean, his will, his will, his motive, and his motivation every day to be the best. Okay, but here we go. These questions again, but I can't answer. You brought up Jordan, my brother. You brought up Jordan. You listed Jordan as one of the reasons why intangibles, championship mentality, the drive to do better, whatever it was. You listed Jordan. You brought Jordan up. But 
do you know that Jordan never won a playoff game until he had his first proverbial all-star? Do you know that Scottie Pippen didn't have a migraine in game six? The Detroit Pistons might have never went back-to-back. You brought up Jordan. Jordan made everybody around him better. He did. And that is my argument for Tom Brady. Once again, once again, yes, in New England, he had Belichick. He had Belichick to cross the T's and dot the I's. He didn't have to worry about it. He didn't. In Tampa, this year, for the first time, he had to be the quarterback and the head coach. He had to cross the T's and dot the I's. So I don't really care what anybody says. Tom Brady. Live State Buckeye over here, through and through. Tom Brady is now the GOAT, undeniably. Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, based solely off the fact that we base successes based off of what? Championships. You win. Yep, championships. So... Brady's got seven now. Seven rings. He's playing until he's at least 45. Unless he shocks the world and retires in this offseason, he's playing until he's at least 45. Who's to say that when it's all done, who is to say with what he has in Tampa, who is to say That they're not going to win. Brady is eighth, ninth, or tenth rank. Floor is yours, my brother. Tell the people what they need to know. I mean, if Brady stays and they keep the same firepower and they, they build, keep on building what they got, yes, they can win another championship. And they, they can be another. They can be another dynasty. They can win multiple championships as long as Brady stays healthy and as long as that same drive to win what's the same drive to win is there every year and the taste for victory to win every year. It's gonna be tough, of course. Because these te- teams out there this year are, that uh, this last season are hungry. I mean you've seen teams that you've seen teams that playoffs and stuff that ain't been there forever. You know what I'm saying? Buffalo and uh, Heck, what uh, Buffalo, Tennessee, and Cle- uh, then Cleveland. So I can see, I can see Brady winning another championship. I can see winning two more. All right. Well, that brings me to my next point. So um, Brady and the Bucks, NFC, win the Super Bowl, right? Okay. All right. Matt Stafford just gets traded to the Rams, who are, oh, wait, in the NFC. The Rams get rid of Jared Goff. Jared Goff is no longer an eyesore on the organization. Do the Rams have a legitimate shot? Was Stafford as the quarterback? No. To upset no. the Buccaneers next year? Nope. Why? Stafford's too. Stafford's a good quarterback, but he's way too inconsistent. Maybe because the fact that he didn't have a squad, much of a receiving squad or you know, line uh, offensive line to go off for, but I don't think he has an. I think he he has he has an intent, he has the ability to win, but I don't think he has the ability to win to beat Brady. Well, even with that defense, 
even with Aaron Darnold staring down Tom Brady, Aaron Donald. I think I think it's gonna be I think it's there. I think next season is gonna be it's gonna be a, a, a repeat. It's gonna be Kansas City and, and uh Tampa Bay again. Kansas City's pissed, dude. They're mad. They they got shut out. They are pissed. They're gonna work ten times harder to get back there. Um I'm not disagreeing right now. You're calling Kansas City and Tampa next year? Yes, sir. Because they're mad. They're mad. They, they, got, know, they, right? they got shut they got shut out. They got mad. They're gonna do it. Mahomes, he's pissed. He's he got embarrassed. And he he yeah. All right, well damn baby. Damn baby, let's call let's call both sides of the playoffs first. Shit, let's not get straight to the big game. Let's give all the teams their credit. Come on, I give a lot of credit, but I just think that it's going. I think it's, it's. I think that it's going to be Brady, and I think it's going to be a repeat. All right, big boy. It's time for all the fans out there to know who's your team. Who is your team? Who do you pull for more than anybody else? You know it. I know it. But it's time for them to know it. Really? Mm-hmm. You put me on the spot like that, huh? We're not talking about what my team NFL football team. Who's your team? There's two only teams. one. <laughs> no, there's only one, big boy. There's only one for you, just like there's only one for me. Even though I pull for two teams, it always comes down to one. So who is it? Tell them. I pull for two teams, man. Jacksonville and Dolphins. I'm in Florida. I love Florida. I love the great state of Florida. I'm a Florida game fan. I love the great state of Florida. Wish I could move to Florida. To be honest with you. Right. But you don't pull for Jacksonville out loud. I've known you for almost five years. You don't pull for the Jacksonville Jaguars out loud. You sit back and you go, all about them Dolphins, all about them fans. You do this shit every year, and I take it because you got an AFC team, as do I. I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Forever. Always. No matter what. I got a question for you, Mr. Pittsburgh Steelers fan. All right. Give it to me. Are they going to keep Tomlin or are they going to get rid of him? Tomlin? Tomlin is safe. You you think so? Tomlin is safe. He'll get one more year. If he can't get it right this next year, I'm not saying a championship, but I'm saying moving further in the playoffs. Um, if Tomlin can't get it right this year, he'll be gone next year. But I think that he's safe for this year, and Roethlisberger is actually going to be departing the franchise. Um, breaks my heart. I mean, I know he's an asshole. Personally, but on the football field, I love drafting him. Um, he has been absolutely a stud for the whole fucking franchise since he showed up. Um, I, I, I just really love the guy. Like I said, he has off the field issues, like a lot of uh, great, great, great um, athletes organization, um, Kobe Bryant, um, Big Ben, you know, that's just two. There have been so many, though. Um, I just know that whatever is going on, I know that eventually they will work everything out to whatever it needs to be. But bottom line, you're dolphins. 
do you think do you think do you think Roethlisberger is is done with football? Or you think he's gonna try to go to a different team and try to do something? Well, you know, I'll tell you, I don't think a whole lot <clears throat> uh, along the lines of Brady isms because there's only one Tom Brady. Um, however, I I have faith in Ben. Um, if he is done in Pittsburgh, I could see him going to uh, let's see. I could see Jacksonville picking him up on a one-year deal, letting uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, train under him. Um, I could see the Jets picking him up on a one-year deal. Um, And whatever they do, uh, they're talking about trading uh, Sam Darnold right now. If they trade him and they go into the draft to get a pick, if Jacksonville takes Trevor Lawrence, the Jets are going to take fucking Justin Fields. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I don't want this. LeBron, I love you. We're getting on a personal level, and you know this shit. Um, I, I don't want this. I don't want Justin Fields to be a New York Jet. If Justin Fields is a New York Jet, his entire fucking career is already played out. And I hate this. I want my Ohio State alum brother to be able to go wherever the hell he wants to go. We think. That's a tough one, man. I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot of moves. It's going to be a lot of moves next season. I mean, I mean, in your opinion, I mean, I know with all these potential moves going on, do you think a lot of teams are going to stick together that are made to the playoffs, or do you think some teams are going to leave? leave? Um, I think predominantly what all the teams have going on right now will, you know, stick together. Um, I do think, however – I do think that um, the New York Giants are going to get better this offseason. And I think they are going to win the division this next football year. I'm claiming the Giants to win the uh, NFC North. Now, I've seen a thing online. I'm not sure if it is a punch of trying to get something going start some but I seen a thing online where they're talking about Eli Manning trying to come back. Um no I don't know. I haven't seen that. So any any type of information or insight that you have in that regard is based solely on you, my friend. Um I haven't heard anything along those lines of All right. Well, like I said, I just, I just think that you know, like, do you feel like, like, for instance, tonight, there's players that that was on the team that got that championship, got that ring. Now, do you think they they owe it to Brady that they finally got a ring? Like, for instance, like Larry Fournette, uh, Sue, um. Who else was on? Who else is on there? Uh, I mean, you know Antonio Brown. You know he already has a has a ring with nothing. Now he's got two, baby. Now he's got two, baby. <laughs> but do you feel like they're gonna look? They're gonna look at Brady differently now because without Brady, they would never got those rings, and they would just had ended their career with. How can I say it? Being, oh, he was, he was all right, all right, running back. Oh, he was all right, receiver. 
Say I just think I just think that no matter what happens, I personally believe that Tom Brady is always going to be one of the most disrespected quarterbacks ever. Right. Um, I believe that everybody is going to one day have this argument. Everybody's going to say, oh, yeah, all the refs made all the calls for Brady so he could do this because one thing that keeps the game interesting is making sure that there's always someone around to break records and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I believe it's going to take such a stronghold in everything that's going on professional sport-wise, I think it's going to be the exact same equivalency as um, the uh, Astros-Dodgers World Series a couple years ago where they got caught cheating. (coughs) I think people are going to eventually correlate it to cheating. And eventually all this TV-12 shit, all the supplements – Everything that he does and his workout, everything's eventually going to come under scrutiny. Of course. Because we are not a happy society unless we have a controversy to bitch and debate about. We we in society can't just tell somebody, hey, man, good job. We we have – you can't do it. Even in – you know, we even in our regular life, I mean, we we do that. You know, we don't. You can't sit there and just give somebody props. It's hard for us to give people props, and it's sad that we ha- we're like that. Right. I mean, that's that's just even with race or with gender or anything. I mean, yeah, tonight we had. Lots of first. You had a first female uh, fish and ref in the Super Bowl. Right. right. We have last year one of the first coaches, female coaches in the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, it's a problem. We have too many people out there that are so worried about hating on each other instead of congratulating each other. I mean, we do it. I mean, we do not at our common day work life. We do it at work. Somebody's always hating on somebody. Right. That, that's what's sad. Right. Exactly, big boy. You ain't wrong. You know this. Um, And I appreciate you speaking the truth. However, I'm going to lay one more truth on you. And then I'm going to ask you your opinion. All right? Okay. Outside of sports. Outside of sports, life in general. What do you think? What do you feel makes a champion? And I'm talking about a champion that not only applies to sports, but applies to all of life in general. Like, who is somebody in your life you would consider a champion? Because I have mine, big boy. Darren Wade. Papa Smurf. Papa Smurf is the epitome of a champion. You got somebody special like that? Yeah, I mean, my my parents. They're champions. I mean, I look up to my parents. I mean, their work, I mean, my their work ethic teach no Makes me want, keeps me going, keeps me want to go further and further in life. I mean, especially like my dad. I mean, my dad worked at Sony for 25 years mm-hmm. and all of a sudden let go. Right? My dad was over 50 some years old when that happened. My dad hasn't done a resume in 20 some years. My dad didn't give up. My dad. Went to the work one. He did a resume. He got involved with the working. He did temp jobs. His faith, you know, he didn't give up. 
And now he works for he works for Eli Lilly in Apple. It's been there like a couple years now, making more money than he's had. He David worked at Sony. That's a champion. Yep. A champion. Yeah. A champion is he considered is. As, as a is a value of what you can do when things are tough, when when things are not going your way, when things are going rough. How you overcome it? We overcome it in a positive way, in a good way, and do better. That's when you consider yourself a champion because you didn't give up. All right. Let me ask you this then. This is my definition of a champion, okay? You get up when you don't want to. You get up. Mm-hmm. Work. You put the work in every day. You do whatever you can every single day to be the best version of yourself at your job at all times. You, if you have a family, step up, provide, do everything and anything that you can to make sure that whether you are present or unaccounted for, most of the time, like myself, you make sure that they got anything and everything that they need. You tell me that no matter what the job itself has thrown at you over the course of time, you have managed to find the best version of yourself at all times. And if you dropped the ball, you owned it, and you moved on from it. Champions are not just on the sports field. Champions are who make the world go round. I agree with that. So, did the refs, did the refs win the game? Did the refs win the game? I know you watched it, big boy. Tell me, did the refs win the game? Nah, no, I don't think so. Why? Why do you not think so? Because I didn't look at the, I didn't look at it like that. Yeah, there are some. There's always you're always you're always going to have a game where there's there's going to be questionable calls. Just as just sports, pe- pe- refs are humans just like anyone else. People make mistakes. We can't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I don't watch a game to see. Oh, oh, that referee did that wrong. Oh, that referee did that wrong. I don't. I look at. I watch the game. Because the excitement of watching football and watching how the teams play, so I honestly can't answer that question 100 percent because I didn't really focus on what the rest were what the rest were doing were not doing. I was focusing on the the camaraderie, the friendship I had with my friends around watching the game, doing FanDuel sportsbook betting on the game. You know, just having everybody just – that's what I was worried about. That's what I was watching. Like I said, I don't watch – I'm not a diehard where I watch and live and breathe sports, but I watch it enough, you know what I'm saying? So, and of course, you're, they're always going to say, even if, even if it wasn't Brady and Tampa Bay playing in the Super Bowl, say it was, some, say it was someone else, someone's always going to say, oh, the refs did this, refs did that. It's just people. People just talking. All right. I mean, you're not wrong. People just talking always. But, so, <clears throat> NBA perspective, Mike or Kobe.
Michael, or Kobe? Question mark. Who you got? I think Kobe had more more of a swag to his playing ability. You know, they're both they're they're both monsters, man. They were both wanted the game. They both had a will to win. They both had that. But I look at Kobe. I look at Kobe, man, and I saw Jordan and Iverson in one player. Right. George, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Kobe learned from 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 from, from Michael. Davis, I mean, he even said that. I mean, it's just that Mike, this that Kobe made a lot of the shots that Jordan would take more stylish. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Jordan was Jordan was a freaking nature. Jordan Jordan was what? But I, so, think Kobe, I think Kobe was wetter. So I'm hearing Kobe as your shooting guard. So, point guard. Are we going to do this you again? Know. No, you damn right we are. Point no, guard. Because you know I don't know basketball like that. Oh, shit. You fucking schooled me in basketball the other night, bro. And I'm going to let all of our listeners know, I'm telling you right now, this this next pick is going to define who the hell you are. All right? So, I gave you Jordan and Kobe. You picked Kobe. That's good. So, your point guard, who do you have? Do you have Allen Iverson? Or do you have John Stockton or Steve Nash? What do you John Stockton or Steve Nash or, or Alan Iverson? Stockton, Nash, or Iverson? I have to say, I have to say, I, I say, uh, I'm going to say Stockton. Okay. Hell yeah. So, small forward, because we have to pay homage to arguably one of the greatest eras in basketball history, LeBron or Kevin Durant from your small forward position. I'll go with. I mean, I'm. St- <laughs> I'll go with LeBron. Okay, why LeBron? I think LeBron is a more is a more aggressive all around player. I mean, obviously, the scoring and what he does lends to speak for itself, but. What I'm saying is what intangibles do you pick LeBron over Kevin Durant? You listed Kobe. Right? Right. You listed Stockton. So list why you want LeBron over that seven foot six wingspan, six eleven sniper from downtown bad man. Kevin Durant is the Aaron Rodgers of the NBA. Watch more of LeBron James played in than Durant.
my knowledge of that topic, I don't, I can't, I don't have because I don't watch basketball like that, dude. I don't. All right. I watch it on. I watch it whenever. If I go to a a, a food place and they're playing a game, I watch it there. But I literally don't sit down and watch games at home or come working or this and that. So I can't sit there honestly give you a honestly honest a, a comparison on that. Because I, I can't do it. Like I don't know. Just being it's being real. Okay, so I but I I, I watch but I watch more LeBron play. Durant is saying, yeah, I mean Durant's a good player. He's big boys. He he can shoot up from anywhere. I mean he's an all around player. Just LeBron is too. He's one. He's a he's a, he may not have the same shooting ability maybe that Durant has, but he has the ability to do everything. He has. He has to drive too. I mean, I mean, I mean, LeBron James ranked right. number one, according to All right. All right. certain polls. I mean, oh. All right, Tim Duncan or Kevin Garnett is your power forward. Because they Tim are Duncan, arguably Tim Duncan's more humble. Tim Duncan, he's more he's more precise. He's more he. I mean, Tim Duncan. Okay, and then your center position. You want Shaq, or you want Will? Hold on, hold on. You want Shaq, or you want Bill? Bill, Bill who? Shaq or who? Mm-hmm. Bill Russell. You're jumping, jumping big time difference there. Yeah. You want someone who knows how to win 11 championships? We're arguably the most dominant big man force ever to put on size 22 shoes and step on a basketball court. If I want the great center of all time, I'm going to go with a chain one. Wow, those two you gave me, Shaq or, Will, or Bill Russell, I mean, Shaq's just dominant, his size. You know, all right, now, now, hearing that, hearing that, I'm going to do something that I couldn't wait to do. Because based off the parameters that I gave you, for me, it is Steve Nash, Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, Tim Duncan, and Shaquille O'Neal as my starting five of all time. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say any of them, anytime, position-wise, in NBA history, who is your starting five? Any time frame? Okay, for mm-hmm. center, I'm gonna go with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as center. Uh, small fort. I'm gonna go with uh, all-time. Hmm. LeBron James. LeBron James, a small four. Sorry, of what? Power forward. Push power forward. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go. Yeah, you. 
You passed the short. Of all time. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. I go Kevin Garnett on that one. I'm gonna change up a little bit. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. Shooting guard. Small forward. Of course, Michael Jordan. Small forward. I said I said Amon James. Who'd you say? Shooting guard. I'm going I'm going with Jordan. And running the entire show at point. And point guard. Mm-hmm. Matt Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Matt I'm Johnson. Sorry, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. That's uh, that's your starting team all time. Okay. Here's mine. Center. Ooh. Kim Olajuwon. Power forward. Ooh. Kevin McHale. Small forward. Ooh. Kevin Durant. Shooting guard, Michael Jordan. Guard, point guard, Steve Nash. That is my ultimate, ultimate. That right there is a banger. Of all time. No matter what you look at, man, it's good picks. It's good picks. No matter what you look at. Steve Nash. Steve, Steve Nash is a two-time NBA MVP. Mike Jordan, six-time champion. Kevin Durant, three-time champion. Tim Duncan, five-time champion. You cannot go wrong. You can go wrong with those rosters. Right. You can't go wrong at all. Can't go wrong at all. But like I said, all in all, it's a, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good game. I wish the point spread was a lot better. <laughs> I mean, heck, uh, I think it really, I think, honestly, it surprised a lot of people. I think a lot of people lost a lot of money on this, on, the, on, the, on that game, too, so. Yep, I, I, I kind of broke even. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, uh, like I said, man, it was good talking to you. We were closing in an hour, almost an hour on this. So they shut it down. But for the last uh, five minutes of this episode, we're going to do the two and a half closing thought with Jake Way starting out. Starting now. Boom. Two and a half closing thought. Well, I guess if we are trending on modern day sports, my closing thought would be, um, yeah, I called this. Um, Patrick Mahomes against Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes is just not mature enough yet to 
compete and be with a Tom Brady on the exact same level. Um, everybody expected Mahomes to be David or David and slow Goliath. Um, however, in this case, for the first time in his entire career, Tom Brady was David and Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs were Goliath. Um, slew it, killed it. Um, anybody can say whatever the hell they want to about the penalties on the offensive side of the ball. The fact of the matter remains that on the defensive side of the ball, they held the Kansas City Chiefs to nine points. Nine. An offense that has been putting up 30.3 a game in Patrick Mahomes' first three seasons. 30.3. The Bucks showed up. They invaded. They claimed the territory. They shut any advance of the Native Chiefs down. It was amazing. I am happy. As much as I fucking hate Tom Brady, I'm happy for him. Because it is a good work ethic. It speaks to longevity and what you can do when you properly take care of yourself. Thank you for your time, big boy. All the rest is up to you. Thank you, sir. You know, you spoke on that metaphor of David and Goliath. And I, and I agree. I agree. And like the old saying is, when they say those young whippersnappers are, he's still wet behind the ears. That's true. Brady, it's like your tortoise. Mahomes like the hare. Slow and steady wins the race. Experience and, and knowledge and wisdom always wins the race. And that's what's that's what we've seen here tonight. We've seen how experience and picking your shots and making right decisions ultimately destroy the competition. So as look at this game, this game should be a learning experience to not only future quarterbacks and future players of the league, but also on a physical, personal level that you don't always have to go in fast and and, and gung-ho to try to make a point. Sometimes you need to pick your shots and, and, and learn from the elders or learn from other people that have been doing things longer to win. Knowing this was a, a great victory for Brady. Granted, yes, but also too, it's a it's a milestone of sometimes knowledge and, and being and doing things the correct way. Slow and steady wins the race. So I look at it in two ways. So some may agree. Some may not. Well, it doesn't matter if some may or some may not. This is our show. We give our opinions. If you have something, say you want to get on the show. Contact my man, Big Boy. He's on Facebook. LeBron Doolin, shoot us a text. And we will like get I you said, on we're on all, I'm on all major platforms. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Instagram on is Tekken5, T-E-K-K-I-N-5, or at Terra Jersey. Twitter, Tekken56. Like I said, my main man said what my handle is on Facebook. Private mentioning, get a hold of me. We can put you on the next podcast. But have a good night. Stay safe. Live it. Breathe it. 
life. Have a good night, Jake. Great talking to you, brother. I can't wait to get you in the next podcast. Can't wait to see you next week, brother.